Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. We're on from 1 until 4 every day, 1 until 4, and you can now hear the podcast right after uh, we're done at 4 o'clock. Go to the iHeartRadio app or go to uh, the KFI webpage. And, and uh, it, you know, don't don't whine. Just figure it out, all right? You're, you're, you're grown up. <laughs> don't and whine. That's right. Make, make it work. Make the Leave podcast. the whining to you. Make, yeah. That's right. I do the whining. I'm a professional at it. I'm being paid to whine. You don't have to whine about it. Just learn how to use the podcast. And you'll, right. you'll get in the habit of it after a couple of days, and it'll be very easy. It could open up a whole new way to enjoy the show. You, you could end up spending all day listening to us over and over and over again. Imagine that. Uh, Imagine yeah. that. Uh, in 15 minutes, we'll reveal another secret wide. No, the keyword that you need to possibly win $1,000, the KFI Cash Refill Contest. And next hour, already, uh, we'll be visited by two rounds of the Moist Line. And for the first time in the new year... We'll throw somebody into the dumpster. That hacking a dumpster's back for the new year. First dumpster toss. The dumpster toss. Um, well, our, our next guest writes uh, for Yo Venice, YoVenice.com, and he actually used the term, which you don't see often, the delight of Venetians. Venetians. People you, who live you, in Venice, Venetians. That's right. You're a Venetian. His name's Nick Antonicello. He's also- He's been on our show before. And he's also on the Venice Neighborhood Council, serves on the yes. Oceanfront and Outreach Committee. So, you know, this is what everybody ought to be doing. He's getting involved, and he's been on our show a lot to talk about the degradation. Yeah, he tells it like it is. And what we wanted to talk to him about, because his latest column is building a better Council District 11. We now have Tracy Park taking over for the abomination known as Mike Bonin. 
And now we have a new mayor. Garcetti's gone. Karen Bass is in. Karen Karen Bassetti. Bassetti, but, you know, this would be a more positive look at the way things are starting off from Nick, I I guess. Well, we'll talk to him about it. Nick, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy Happy New New Year Year to you, too. Welcome back uh, on the show again. So, she's uh, been council person about uh, a month, five weeks or so. What do you think so far? Tracy Park. She's come out. I think uh, Tracy Parks come out of the gate roaring. Uh, She's hitting on all the points that people really care about, which is cleaning up the homeless encampments here in Venice. Uh, I just did a story on the Flower Avenue situation, which we've talked about in the past, which was just brutal in terms of the encampments, the garbage, just the drug abuse, the gang activity that that was going on over there, and then now it's completely cleaned up and. The areas where people could could uh, encamp again have been fenced off. So uh, that whole situation has been pretty much rectified. Uh, the Hampton Avenue area has been rectified. The Third Street area has been rectified. So uh, she has uh, she's doing it, and she's doing it well. And uh, it's a great relief to the people of Venice that we have someone who's actually listening and and getting the job done. And uh, a lot of this, some people may say, is low-hanging fruit, but at the end of the day, she's keeping her promises. She's working extremely hard, and I'm impressed. Well, Bonin wasn't touching any fruit, I think, was the problem. Well, I, I, the, the problem with Bonin was I, I, the, the central question to this whole cleanup thing is why was it why was it in a matter of days that you know Bass and uh, and Park together working together could get this cleaned up and. The answer is obvious. Bonin and Garcetti ignored the problem and just refused to address it. And there's no other way to explain how quickly something can be cleaned up in a matter of days that was left there for years, literally for years. Have you watched uh, this to see how this works, this cleanup? They really just have outreach workers talking to the people, and they do get them to move to housing? Is that what well, basically what happens is the you know the DWP comes down and uh, the, the uh, Department of Public Works comes down and they start talking with the people and there are all kinds of service providers involved in this equation and they help them get housed or bring them somewhere else and then what happens is they carefully and compassionately go in there and start clearing out the, the encampments, clean the streets, you know, uh, and then it, it goes back to normal. If you guys haven't been down here, I urge you to come down here. Oh, I want to say this, yeah. Uh, you yeah, said it's night and day. I mean, it really is. You said Flower Street. They 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 fenced the area. What areas well, were the homeless yeah, living? If that... you're on Link, if you're on Lincoln going towards Santa Monica, there's that building that was that used to be a furniture store. Now it's like a catering operation inside. The owners who own it spent literally millions in. in renovating the inside but the outside is still fenced off from from the public and then behind it there's a parking lot where it's it's also fenced on that strip of a flower there are little like green areas like where there's green space and and what they did was they fenced it in with these like small three-foot fences so you can't encamp there anymore and the sidewalks are completely cleared if you go to yovenice.com you'll see the pictures of what i'm talking about but uh, if you've been to the library as well, the library has been cleared, but there's also fencing there as well. So where Centennial Park is, it's all fenced off. And it's amazing because now all the grass is green because there's no one in camping there anymore. So now it's just a question of when they take the fencing down 
and what happens then. But the Fed thing is is a deterrent from people coming back, and it's it's a good thing. And uh, where are these people going, uh, Nick? Are they going to hotels? And how do you know well, they're going to stay away? Well, honestly, I don't know. But what I will say is this: is that uh, the, the 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 new regime in charge is making uh, a great headway in getting them indoors for the most part. Uh, at Flower, for example, the alleyway opposite of Flower, there's one tent there, and that's it. Now there was like thirty there. Now there's just one. One guy. And maybe that maybe that particular person refused housing. I don't know what the details are. But it seems to me that when they go in and clean up, they are asking these people to go inside, and they're giving them alternatives. And, you know, quite frankly, I don't know anyone who would not want to be inside, especially during this rainstorms. I mean, I can only so, imagine what, what did, it would be did, to be outside. In so this we're all we're under the Bon and Garcetti regime. Were they not being offered a place inside? You know, my, my opinion, I have a theory. And my theory on it was is that Bonin and wanted this situation to become so damn awful that uh, that he would get the housing he was looking for uh, and build his way out of it. That's just not going to happen. There, there is no housing right now to put them in. So a lot of this is, is temporary in nature, and a lot of it are going to the hotels they've purchased and things like that. But at least now, from a from a resident standpoint. Progress is being made, and mm. the notion that living on the streets is, some, is somehow acceptable is now no longer acceptable. And it goes to what I've said for for years now that you know wrong is no longer right. You can't. This is not. This is not a, a municipal policy of letting people live on the streets. And uh, I have to give credit to the mayor and to Councilwoman Park for uh, seeing this immediately. And addressing it immediately, and and the reaction has been overwhelming. So you're not uh, you're not seeing other clean blocks suddenly populated with thirty tents, because sometimes that's not, happened not in the past. My, not where... to my knowledge. Yeah, I mean, well, usually you know the 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 reaction of those who are opposed to cleanups is well, they're just going to move to another street. I have not seen that. What I've seen is massive cleanups on Hampton, massive cleanups on Third. Massive cleanups on flour, a strong, uh, you know, a, a strong removal of this, and the city's public policy. I, I have to believe now is we're just not going right. to tolerate this any longer. It, it, and it, I and I and I think that's what's happening. It has seemed over the years, and, and that's what we heard from everyone involved that there's strong resistance from a lot of the homeless to to moving inside temporarily. And I wonder why there wasn't any resistance here. I wonder what kind of offer or what kind of threat was made or, you know, just how, how strong they were in saying, no, it's over now. You're going to have to go inside. We're simply not going to allow this. And if that message got through. I I, I think it's more to that than anything else. I, I, I look, this has been going on for years. The public is exhausted and weary. Uh, There, there were no solutions, Uh, you know, this kind of thinking that it's okay to have you know thousands of people on the street is ridiculous. It's 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 just it doesn't make any sense. And this is the only place in America that it goes on. This is, I know. <laughs> this is not to the the policy in other places. And keep in mind, 
Half of the homeless population of the United States lives in California. Yeah. The top five cities with the highest amounts of homelessness are in California. This just isn't tolerated in other places. Yeah. And look, is the weather part of it? Obviously so. But the fact of the matter is we have uh, new city leadership. Elections have consequences. And we're moving in the right direction. I'm not saying that everything is solved and, you know, the world is better today than it was yesterday. But it certainly is better than what we had with the former elected officials who just refused to engage uh, the neighbors and the residents of this neighborhood in a Venice. And, of, and the people that are now in office are saying, look, we hear you and we're going to try to fix this as best we can. And how can you disagree with that? All right, Nick, thank you very much for talking to us once again. And we'll talk with you again. And if you see anything, uh, more successes, or you see a reversal, you let us know, all right? Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, Nick Antonitello is a 30-year resident of Venice. He's on the Oceanfront and Outreach Committees of the Venice Neighborhood Council. He writes uh, articles at Yo Venice. uh, And uh, we... JoeVenice.com. We brought him on just to see, are things getting better with the new city councilwoman in charge, Tracy Park, and a new mayor, Karen Bassetti? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Your chance for money is next with a keyword. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, in one hour, the Moist Line will be unleashed. We'll also have a hack for the dumpster in the 3 o'clock hour. After the news at 2.30, well, maybe this wasn't a good idea. The people at Metro... That's the L.A. County metro system, the buses, the trains, all the mass transit. They decided to have a town hall and listen to the people. Well, we'll tell you what they talked about, but you can probably already guess. Crime and homelessness. They, and needed, a, they needed a town hall to hear that? Wow. They, they thought they were reaching out to the people, right? Tell us. Share your ideas with us, how we can make Metro why, better. Why? Don't, uh, how about not having the guy uh, pleasuring himself on the seat across from me? Why don't you? they do what Tracy Park did? You just tell everybody you got to go inside. Yeah, you counsel them out. Uh, off the buses, off the trains. Which is what every city in America does, including most yeah. cities in Southern California. Just say, no, you can't do that anymore. No, you can't sit here and leave a pile of poo in the metro train. Well, we'll tell you how it went and what most of the callers had to say. More than 10,000 callers participated. That's what they wow, say. really? 10,000 for the metro system? That's the number. Well, we'll explain how they did that. Um there was a method to it uh, that'll come that up. That must have been every single person that's ever taken a train. <laughs> My the county has 10 million people. You don't think 10,000 get on the buses or no? No. No. Every bus I see go by is, uh, is empty. Is empty? Yeah. But I remember they used to complain that there weren't enough buses. They were always full. Maybe that was before the that, pandemic. No, that, that was before they let the homeless people move in. All right. Now let's uh, talk about the state of California and fraud. I just enjoyed this story. As you know, the state went nuts, and it's one of the reasons we're probably headed to a deficit, even though they said it's just a one-time payment. Because the state had like a $97 billion deficit, they decided to start handing out money to people. This one <laughs> they called the middle class tax refund. What the hell is that? Was that this was originally going to be the gas refund. Yeah, right? that's the high what it gas is. Price. The gas right. refund, yes. Well, they they actually named it the middle class tax refund. It's dopey, but that's what they called it. Uh, yeah, that's a good name for them. Uh, a breathtaking nine billion dollars was sent out. Oh, gee, so why are we twenty two billion in debt? <laughs> that's right, nine billion. Well, that's why Newsom will say it's just a one time thing. Don't worry, we're not repeating that every year. But still, that's an astonishing amount of money to just 
let right. go out what, the door. See, what they should have done is suspended the gas tax because they're not spending it on fixing the roads anyway. That's true. Rather right. than take this money out and then you're screaming, oh, we're in, we're in deficit. Well, of course you're in deficit, you bonehead. You spend too much money, then you give away a bunch of money. And the way to make it easier because of the gas price increase was to suspend the gas tax. Well, you know, remember the Employment Development Department, California's Unemployment Department got ripped off with mm-hmm. a lot of fraud. Uh, possibly $30 billion was lost during the pandemic. In a similar vein, the Franchise Tax Board is telling everybody, oh, if you get the middle class tax refund on a Visa debit card, take the money out of there right away. Transfer the funds to a bank account as soon as possible. Now, if they're waving their hands and saying this, what does that tell you? Yeah, that so- there are thieves that are doing a number on these cards already. Well, uh- this is what I don't understand. Because, all right, some people got the cards and then they tried to withdraw funds and found out that the card They'd was already empty. been drained. Now, how are the thieves doing that? If you're I, in possession of the card, how is the thief taking the money out of that account? I, there must be some other way that they can do it through it, some sort of hack. It must be some that, government employees, right? If they can get a list of card numbers, maybe there's a way that they hack, like a, like a credit card fraud? I don't know. And then, uh, and then they call that you know whatever the help number is and all they get is long waits on hold or they never get through it all <laughs> well what does that tell you about our state government uh, uh jim patterson our friend the assembly member from fresno has heard from 20 to 10 to 20 people whose cards were simply depleted these payments are anywhere from 200 to 1050 dollars they started issuing them in late october but they're still going out this month and um, they think that they're going to get them all out this month. The state has issued 7.2 million direct deposits and 9.4 million debit cards. Wow. Okay. So, so somebody has to access this debit card account. Yes. Or, right. So it's got to be an inside job. I. It says here in the because story, how do you make the money disappear from the a card? A chip-enabled card is supposed to offer maximum protection, but. Um, because of a nationwide shortage of chips, some of the debit cards went out without chips. <laughs> so is <laughs> so that could be an issue. I don't know. What, what do you mean? Except There's that, a nationwide well, then, shortage no, of chips. Okay, Potato but, chips. But, 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 tortilla chips. But then how computer are, chips. How are, well, then they don't work without chips. So why would you send them? Chipless. Uh, uh, yeah, I, you think they wouldn't? Would I don't. They? I don't understand this entire story. I really don't. You know what, Ray? We got to get Jim Patterson on next week. Well, I don't get F- this. They're not disclosing the level of fraud for security reasons, but they think we're going to be less than one percent. Oh, and currently, mm-hmm. we, I think they're no, lying. Nonsense. If they sent out this warning, then right. they're telling you get your money out of that card as fast as possible. There's something going on and here that they're not telling us. Every program has less than one percent, and you don't get a warning about it. <laughs> What, 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 what was the fraud rate on uh, the unemployment office debacle? That well, was huge. Well, we know it was like $30 billion, but we don't know the fraud rate. I don't know what the fraud rate was. They <sighs> issued a lot, of, a lot of unemployment money, but uh, I don't know what, so the, you what act, percentage that was. You get the card, you activate it by calling an 800 number, and you set up a, P, a PIN number. Right. And right. Then you're, you're supposed to transfer the money to your own bank account. You get it out of the card, right? So Right. You... you, you it's as if the money's on the card. Then you slip the card into the ATM machine, and then you could withdraw the cash or you could transfer it to your bank account. Right. So how are they getting the money off the card? I know. Because they're not breaking into people's bank accounts. 
So I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Well, maybe we'll we'll see. We'll find out no, more. It's from, to, uh, it is government employees. It's got to be. You think it's some sort of an inside job, yeah? And, and, well, yeah, because it always turns out that now, way. This is not the unemployment people. This is the no. Franchise Tax Board was uh, responsible all, for this one. They're all, yeah, I know, but I mean, they're all government worker criminals. All right, speaking of criminals, when we come back, uh, Metro, which runs the buses and the subways of Los Angeles County, decided to invite people to come to an online town hall and talk about their experiences. <laughs> you can guess what happened. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Yeah, we're now on from 1 to 4. That are our, that's our hours beginning in the new year. If you cannot listen live, what's wrong with you? But, of course, there's an easy way to pick up the show with the podcast. So many more people are doing it these days. It's easy to access via the iHeartRadio app or KFI AM640.com. And that Eric Sklar gets it right up there, right after 4 o'clock, yeah, right? That's right. That's right. Yes, you, right You don't have four. to wait. He, right? has a, he has a weapon aimed at him, so it's he like gets it done quickly. It's like a hot pastry. It's coming right out of the oven to you yes. just after 4 o'clock. And uh, figure out how to do it. Yeah, are people complaining they can't do it? There's some. I, you know, there's always some. It's, people can't it, download a podcast? You know, no. yeah, there are. There are. And, and they're resistant. Which I understand if you don't know how to do it. Maybe it just wasn't an interest of yours, but it's not that hard to do. And then once you do it, it'll be easy. By the way, this is going to be the future because I don't know if you saw a lot of the electric vehicle manufacturers are not putting AM radio in the car. I saw that. It's another reason uh, I am uh, against electric vehicles. I know people with Teslas. There's no AM radio. Right. And the others are starting. There's a congressman who's fighting that. It's important for information in the emergency broadcast system that we have AM radio. He's fighting it. So we'll see how that fleshes out. <laughs> um, well, send me that guy's uh, name and I'll uh, send him a campaign Yeah, donation. he's from the East Coast somewhere. Yeah. I, look, I saw the story a couple of weeks ago. All right, so the picture in the Los Angeles Daily News uh, is of a man standing by the doors on a subway train of the L.A. metro system. Uh, you can usually spot a homeless person because they'll have like a, a big oversized blanket on their shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> they're walking around like they just, well, there is, their bed is anywhere. So right. <laughs> like no. they just got out of bed and they could and, be anywhere. It could be 87 degrees and they're still carrying the blanket. Uh, a homeless man rides the Metro B, the red line in Los Angeles. According to a Metro telephone town hall, uh, people said homeless on train, trains need to be removed. Some spoke of being threatened by a man with a knife. What we're talking about was a town hall that Metro did on Tuesday. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, there's a can of something at the man's feet there. I don't know if it's beer or just a caffeine drink, maybe. I don't know. It's rolling around on the floor. Um, the story begins, the vast majority of riders who called into an L.A. Metro telephone town hall meeting spoke about violence, sexual activity, feeling unsafe, and poor service. Jay. Why are people not taking the buses and trains? <laughs> Why is understand. mass transit failing? Wait, violence? Watching people have sex? Homeless people having sex? Hmm. Uh, That's appealing. You know what? So this is how they did it. They used a computerized system which dialed out to 100,000 phones. And they got 10,389 people to say, sure, I'll give you my thoughts on the metro system. So that's how it worked. So maybe, John, you didn't answer. Maybe they did dial your phone. And yeah. You just went, yeah spam, I, spam. Get spam out of call. here. Well, right. listen. listen some to... people like to answer every call. They go, oh, really? You want me to be part of a town hall? Oh, I'm, I'm wanted. 
I'm being asked for my opinion. Well, one guy called and said he and his wife saw a man come on the bus with a knife. Then another man masturbated in front of them. This was oh, the, that's a day. Was this the same trip? <laughs> was it the same guy with the knife? Guy, everybody's got a and weapon. If it didn't out. go well, did he cut himself? I don't. So Gina Osborne is Metro Chief Safety Officer, and <laughs> said that I will report the incident to the transit agency's law enforcement partners. And I'm sorry your wife had to see that. What the that's knife or the nice. penis? Uh, right. Another woman said that she waits at a bus stop, or when a bus is canceled, she can wait an hour or even two for the next bus to arrive. Who would do that? Uh, I would say, by the way, her name is Sequoia. Uh, that's all she went by. Sequoia, you better find another way. You, you know, you, that's why the used car market boomed during the pandemic, because the people that I think some of the, the few people that were taking mass transit said no more. No. Uh, I got to find myself a cheap, <laughs> a cheap used car to <laughs> wait, buy. Wait a second. So the choices are you either take the bus and have a guy start masturbating or you stand waiting for a late bus two hours. Yep. The response what? was, we are having a hard time fire, hiring enough operators to fill all the assignments. Well, well, you don't want to drive the bus either if you got the homeless on well, there if, and they're people with knives. If you people have, if people are coming on board with knives and masturbating, of course you're not going to find bus drivers. Who wants to deal with that eight hours a day, five days a week? They said they had a shortage, this is two years ago, of 800 bus operators. That but they're now claiming we're making progress. That tells you what was going on. Hmm. Every, every, people would rather go on unemployment. When I was a kid, I wanted to drive a bus. I don't know why. I wanted to drive a truck. And then I wanted to operate a train later, mm. like a subway in New York City, because I thought that looked cool. You have your own little booth in the front, and you're just like, it's like a ride, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're like at an amusement park. Down the track you go. Uh, Maria in Los Angeles said that a train station near a home is simply too scary to use, too dangerous for adults. And I'm concerned about children as well. Yeah, you don't put a kid on a train. Oh, man. Would, would anybody, would you ever take your child on a metro train or stand and wait at a station? The response was, oh, we have an app for you. Download the LA, Transit, uh, the LA Metro Transit Watch app on your smartphone. And well, you can send a message to security. Well, yeah, you but you're already there and you got to deal with dangerous homeless guy. Why even go there? What do you mean? Have an app. How about you keep all these? <laughs> There's creep- an app for everything. <laughs> By the time I'm, I'm on an app, it's too late. The guy already has his pants down. God, what a bunch of dopes run this agency. Uh, Metro has launched supplemental safety protocols, including teams that survey a trainer <laughs> bus line for a week and report findings. The they findings. have trained. They have trained. Uh, oh, John, look, 18 security officers are now trained in the use of Narcan, of course. Okay. Uh, here, here's what we found. We had found 17 guns, uh, 14 knives, uh, <laughs> nine men masturbating, uh, four people passed out uh, from opioids. They have increased spending by 9% to clean the buses, Woo-hoo. trains, and stations. Wow. Uh, callers were asked to use their phones to notice they've seen cleaner Metro. 54% said no. <laughs> Only 20% said the buses are cleaner. <laughs> They're just the so CEO bad. then said, yes, we know there's a lot more we have to do. Stephanie Wiggins, what does she do all day? I've... I mean, honestly, what does Stephanie Wiggins do and this Gina Osborne do? What do they do all day? $9 billion dollars is their budget. you got 10,000 people who call. You know how hard it's to get, to get people to participate? In, in, in anything, you got 10,000 people to call in and tell you how much your metro trains and buses suck. 
And you know how clueless these people are? I'll bet you some of them thought, let's have a town hall. I bet you people call in and they'll say, when are the electric buses coming so we can have cleaner air? <laughs> Maybe Kamala Harris will be on hold. <laughs> oh, electric buses, it's so exciting. <laughs> Instead, they got barraged with homeless crime, <laughs> knives, <laughs> pleasuring. Merlinda from West L.A., said they got to get the homeless off the trains and buses. I've seen fights and lots of dirtiness on the dirtiness. Expo line. Dirtiness. Yeah. And, and the blue line, which is now the A line. They, by the way, they renamed all the lines with the letters. So. Yeah, nobody uses them. Oh. Uses those references. They used uh, to be colors. Uh, the, the genius Gina Osborne says, well, we're going to be deploying more resources during certain hours starting next month. Hmm. Resources. Uh, they're scheduling a third one of these for March, but I'm not so sure now. <laughs> Because of the way this went, they got barraged with negative. And again, this was kind of random. They just dialed 100,000 phones and 10,000 people yeah. said, sure, I'll talk about it. Metro. And like 90% of them said, oh, my God, it's awful. Didn't, didn't all these people see it with their own two eyes? You know, idiots like Gina Osborne and, and Stephanie Wiggins should be forced to take trains all day for a week. And buses yeah. for a week. Like, if, if, you don't take, if you don't spend a week on the trains and buses, then you're fired. You have to do it. Then you go back to your office and tell me about the resources you're deploying. All right, we got more. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. All right, the 3 o'clock hour is almost upon us. That'll bring us two rounds of the Moist Line. And for the brand new year, we got the mob members assembled to throw a hack into the dumpster after the news at 3.30. We're going to begin next hour, though, with this headline. And this kind of follows up on Dippity-Doo. Remember Dippity-Doo a few months back when he was seriously running for president? I'm not sure what he's doing now. But anyway, because he's got a lot of money and he was easily going to be reelected, so he had nothing to do and he was acting like he was running for president. Talked about how uh, there's a red state problem with murder. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's the headline. Bad neighborhoods. One percent of the counties in the U.S. are responsible for 42 percent of America's murders. Keep and it, that in mind when we talk about it. And take one guess where one of the counties is. Yeah. Pretty close by here. Yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he, gonna... was, he was so lying about that. He is so full of it. Well, that exposes him like it should. Uh, all right. Well, we got a clip from Biden. Biden was in California yesterday over the storm damage, but... You know, the dopey reporters, all they wanted to ask him about was the classified document scandal. We're only going to play this because uh, Biden got a little snippy. Uh, let's uh, listen to the audio. You know, the only I, I will answer the question, but here's the deal. You know, what quite frankly bugged me is that we have a serious problem here. We're talking about That's we're talking about what's going on and. The American people don't quite understand why you don't ask me questions about that. But having said that, what's your question? Hang on, okay? Look, as we found, uh, we found a handful of documents were failed, uh, were filed in the wrong place. Failed. We immediately turned them over to the archives of the Justice Department. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. Thank you. All right. 
That's it. <laughs> Leave me alone. Shut You're up. You're not going to ask me about how what, if I talk to people about the terrible storms in Where, California? Where's my oatmeal? The dopey reporters all just want to know about the classified. That woman's question was, well, how come this wasn't revealed before the midterm elections? Could have changed everything. That's why. <laughs> I, I don't no know scandal. Of, anything, but no, yeah, you don't. They don't take any risks, though. Of course, that's they don't the reason. Take any risks. Yeah, you're right. They, they don't know how this stuff's going to play. And I guess the other clip we have of Biden is from a few days ago when the Golden State Warriors, the NBA champs, were welcomed to the White House. And I guess Joe had a little trouble with one of the big stars' names. Reimagine the team around the big three: Steph, Draymond, and. Uh, and Kai, well, you guys are so incredible. I mean, right up to 72 feet. Um. Hmm. I watched the video, and he got to Clay Thompson's name, and all he had That's to say was, who he was trying to come up with. It yeah. was Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and, 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 uh, and Clay Thompson. Right, and uh, and as soon as he got to, you know, there was some kind of like partial syllable that came out of his mouth, some kind of sound, and then yeah. he just swung and turned right towards the oh. players. To like distract everybody because he knew he was never going to come up with. Let's the name. hear that again, Eric. Yeah. Steph, Draymond, and uh, and Kay. Well, you guys are so incredible. And Kay. That's like the Happy Birthday song again. Happy Birthday, blah 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 blah. Kay. But you can't come up with a name. Make a sound, and people might believe you were close. Steph, Draymond, and Steph, Draymond, and Yeah, incredible. he doesn't pronounce the first two yeah. names all that clearly. Play he that did again. not. Steph, Draymond, and Steph, Draymond. Wow, is it? You guys are something crazy. Are, are his teeth out of place, or like he's uh, losing the ability to, to like his his uh, muscles, his mouth cool. muscles are now not responding right. properly. And now that we have a minute, we turn to the Brian Koberger story. That's the man who's accused of killing the four college students who went to the University of Idaho. More and more, we're finding out his connection to the victims, and this one is probably the creepiest. A former employee at the Mad Greek restaurant in Moscow, Idaho, said that Brian Koberger was a customer. Why is that important? Two of the victims worked there. Madison Mogan and uh, Zana Kernadel were servers at the restaurant. She said there was nothing really suspicious about him except, <clears throat> and here it comes, he had a strict vegan order. And he wanted to make sure the order did not come in contact with any animal products. <laughs> so that's why they remembered him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he, he was a little unhinged. So this but probably his... is where he got his first up-close look at uh, two of the uh -huh. girls he killed. And, of course, we also mentioned that he tried to DM them. He also was following a couple of them on Instagram. So it isn't like this was completely random and he just drove by this house and said, oh, it's a party house. Let's see if I can kill somebody in there. It looks like he did have a, some kind of knowledge of at least two of the victims and uh, decided, I guess that's who he wanted to kill once he must have figured out where they lived. Do you make those requests? Do you make demands that... Uh, I do not. Assurances that no animal products have tainted your food? I, I Many, many years ago, I did that once and then uh, I stopped. I many, oh, many you years. you did do that I just once. wanted to make sure that the food wasn't being cooked in the same pan and the same utensils as meat. But then I stopped. Was this at a restaurant or somebody's it house? It was at a restaurant. No, it's at a somebody's restaurant. house. <laughs> I would never do that. Imagine that. Why? <laughs> I would, I would feel very rude. I, most of the people that invite me over for dinner know the right. way I am. 
do then, they prepare your food though separate from any animal product foods or most of the time when when I go to somebody's house they'll have a salad or some vegetables for me and so there there isn't really a reason that they would be touching animal products do they make but, you sit at the kids table too okay just real quick I did go to some Philly some famous Philly cheesesteak place in, in, in Philadelphia. <laughs> and I was in line and my husband was getting a, a Philly cheesesteak and I'm looking at the menu and I see nothing vegan. So they had some vegetables and a bun. So I said, okay, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just throw some lettuce and tomato and onions and, and I'll be happy. So they start scooping it up with the same utensils that oh, they're touching the meat. Oh, so then, ew. and I saw that. So I said, no, thank you. Uh, ew. And I, and I, and I walked that. away. I, I did do that. I'm a pure <laughs> vegan. So, so you, you understand Koberger's discomfort. Now you're calling me a murderer. I didn't call you. I just said you're, you're going to be empathetic with his discomfort there. Mm. And, and yes, I yes that that is one thing I can understand. Uh, That's about the only thing. Don't okay. compare me to a murderer. And another mistake he made. If he was going to go out and kill people, don't try to play by strict vegan rules because you'll be remembered. Right, right. Because there are very few people who insist who on would that. do that. Yeah, yeah right. Really. Let me come into the kitchen see how I prepare my dish. So I make sure there's no so meat dishes. Don't, don't commit any crimes. I'm not going to. I don't plan on. You're it. very memorable. I know. All right, 3 o'clock hour is here. That brings us two rounds of the Moist Line, a hack for the dumpster in the new year. But when we come back, we're going to start with picking on Gavin Newsom again because he came up by last year with this dopey thing about the red state murder problem, right? Mm. That the Republican red states have the most murders. It was such BS. More proof in the latest study that has come out that 1% of U.S. counties have 42% of America's murders. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live, the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give love and logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 